live from the CNE's Colin Samuel Memorial Food Building. Hashtag never forget. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Welcome, you bunch of ear holes, to another episode of the show Jacob Peterson, probably, called a left-wing, non-gun-toting pit of godless anti-freedomness. Yeah! The Vocal Minority Podcast. I'm your host, managing editor of the Yorkies, Tony Walsh, and with me, as always, to milk Toronto FC's teat are the VMP panel. You may know her from Bradley Orr's to-do list, waking the red writer, Hello. Krista Knowles. Hello. Congratulations. Thank you. You may know him He's from his... my kit, you know. Yeah, that's true. You may know him from his work with underground Chinese kit manufacturers, the Yorkies match reporter and man about town, Mark Hinckley. Thank you. Hello. And finally, you may know him best from the white pheasant ice cold toilet seat ads, Waking the Reds managing <laughs> editor, Duncan Fletcher. <laughs> Hello. He's a celebrity now. Teats out mm. for the podcast. What can be said about Sporting Kansas City that Vic Router already hasn't? Zussi, Zizzo, Zussi, Zizzo, sad. <laughs> With a chance to make a playoff statement, a shorthanded TFC traveled to Kansas City and made the following statement. We're not ready for this. In the end, a 4-1 barbecuing and a reality check for TFC's postseason hopes and dreams. Panel, highlights if you dare. Uh, I am going to get in here and take the only real highlight that was there, which was uh, Gil's goal. Lovely little flick uh, from him. Um, so, yeah, that was nice. He earned it. Uh, overall, good game from Gil. Not really much else. So, uh, yeah, good luck to all you guys. Oh, I'm piling on. I'm just, yeah, that's all. I ah. Yeah, I don't Gil care. Gil on. Gil on. Fuck the Wolves. No, uh, I was, come on. It was beautiful. Leave Wolverhampton out of this. Everything else sucked. More like Wollongong Wolves. That's right, Australia, nod. Marco, anything? Nice. Um, I'm going to go something different. I'm going to say the uh, goal, bear till back heel goal. I thought that was really nice. I don't know what you guys were seeing. Um, mm. Our little forward is blossoming into my man. So nice. Indeed. The only thing I added which wasn't Gil-related was the emotional reunion with B-Ride DK. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish I could remember that part. Someone had to think of him and his struggle to keep his shoes on. To keep his shoe on. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you can't have everything. He got his ACL back. He can't expect to tie his shoes as well. But hey, nice to see him back after all this time. And and also too, the rest of them left without an injury, which is about (laughs) the best thing you can say about. Good point. Good point. That's that's good job, guys. That shite hole of a match. Low lights <laughs> and clock set now. Uh, the result that ended up a hell of a lot worse than I could ever have anticipated. I didn't think they would get smashed by three, and uh, it's not like they didn't deserve it. Mm-hmm. Terrible play, pretty much all over the pitch. Daniil, can I just throw Daniil under the large bus again? They have big buses in Kansas. Well, that's where I'm placing him. And I, and I like Daniil, and I try to defend him, but that was. Uh, not the best decision. No. And that's that's the problem, though. It's, it's always not the best decision. He makes lots of good decisions, but his bad ones... Are bad. 
really, really bad. He's like, he overcompensates. Yeah. Have to be the worst I could possibly be in a really important game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with Jackson. Uh, again, a yeah. uh, bit of a dodgy decision, really. I think it was less of a penalty. The uh, dude kind of fell over him, but he thrust his leg out there and gave him the chance to fall over. Yeah. Um, then, you know, go the other end of pitch. Great freaking move to get to that point where it's like three of them with just the goalie, and then it would have been much easier to pass rather than, you know, take your time and try and like fool the goalie and let Colin come back. Um, so, yeah, basically Jackson would be my goat of the game, but mainly Nelson for putting Jackson at right back. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty bad. You have stolen my thunder, gentlemen. Hey. Everything Jackson did was my answer as well, although I will give him a little bit of a free pass for his defensive woes because of being shoehorned into the right-back position by Nelson. With, I guess, I don't know who. Would we have put anyone else there? Hagland. Or in the middle of Could Morgan have gone across? Well, yeah. or mm, uh, yeah, yeah, how bad is Morgan? I, I don't have a. Wait, but a why did right why didn't Or play with Henry? Well, Or was apparently injured. Or was injured too? Yeah. I thought it was just or, ha, or has a, or has a bit of a knock and they're waiting for a scan and they didn't want to test. Oh, see, so I missed that completely. Mm. Well, yeah. Well, your your heart, you know. <laughs> I know. Heart I know. emojis in your it's eyes true. whenever you hear the man's name. I can't help myself. It's true. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess it could be Morgan at left back, Morrow in the middle, Haglund at right back, yeah. but. Is weakening three divi- three, uh, no, three positions going to be the answer? No, but it was Jackson right wasn't the answer. Jackson's yeah. played right back before. Yeah. 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 No, Jerry Hall? <laughs> hey, good point. He's probably still around somewhere, isn't he? I think so. Uh, is Wilmington still a thing for him? No. Awesome. No. No. no, actually. No, actually. Is he in Wilmington? No. I don't think or, so. No. Oh, no, okay. then. Yeah. He's played it before badly, but... Yeah. Well, Hall was never good at right back. He, he was... didn't even get to go to the taste of the Danforth. No. <laughs> come on, Mark Blue means all the free samples he can possibly get for the fridge. Like, come on. He ain't sharing those with nobody. Pretty funny, though, how we've got to this point of the season and a guy who we were saying, oh, I hope he's not our starter in the beginning, Mark Bloom, is now like... We really want He's really, 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 yeah. really dependable yeah. guy we need, yes. Yeah. Indeed. Well done, Mark Bloom. Yeah. Way to be injured. Mm-hmm. Please record all of the games in the last month, put them on a DVD, and take them to Ryan Nelson and Tim Bezbachenko when your contract negotiation <laughs> comes around. Oh yeah, do it. Do it. But before the expansion draft, we want to make sure you're still around. Mm-hmm. This is true. Mm. Before the mighty Sporting KC became Sporting KC, they were of course the Kansas City Wizards. If you got in a fight at the Caldwell Arms pub, and could have any wizard as your backup, who would you take and why? Well, I'm going to go with Tony Mule, uh, mainly because he's got a face that just begs to be punched. Therefore, <laughs> therefore, he would be a fist magnet. I would get out unscathed. I didn't necessarily expect an actual KC wizard to be chosen. Yeah, but I like do that. It. Enjoyable. Is he wearing? Uh, oh no, nice. he's a goalkeeper, so he didn't have the awesome kit on. No, but I'm pretty sure the goalie get was just. How about, a I'm sure he had a tracksuit with the rainbows. Oh on. yeah, they handed those out like water. Nobody wanted to keep them. Extra punchy. I'm gonna go with uh, Juwan Howard. Wow, this is going <laughs> completely different than I thought it would. I can't uh-huh. wait to see what it stores for your Duncan picks. <laughs> Come on. When John Howard gets mad, you saw him in the middle coming at you down the court. 
Would you would you get in his way? Would you not be like, hey man, do whatever you need? No, he kind of had a soft face. It's like very angry mm. face. Yeah, but it, it like an angry cabbage patch doll. Still, <laughs> he's almost seven feet tall. He's my backup. Yeah. All right. Mm. Uh, I am gonna go with seventies British glam rock band oh Wizard. <laughs> <laughs> Two Zs. If you want to look this up. For a few reasons. First of all, there were nine members in the band. Oh, shit. Yes. <laughs> rock, rock. Yes. B. They had a uh, Secondly, according to Wikipedia, they made regular appearances on BBC television's Top of the Pops, in which members and friends variously appeared in pantomime horses, gorilla costumes, or as roller skating angels, often wielding custard pies for good measure. And see Bill Hunt's propensity to smash the pianos of the venues they were playing at. Bring all the fucking Gandalfs you want. Me and my wizard are winning this thing. <laughs> Excellent. Damn it. This did not go any way how I planned it. Oh, Zach Meyer View, did it? <laughs> Absolutely, because I took the song The Wizard by Black Sabbath. <laughs> because I can't it, wait to hear Because it always makes me want to punch was... someone. <laughs> I was sure I was going to do really well with this answer. I'm, yeah... Were, and, we, were but, we supposed to have like Harry Potter versus Gandalf? I expected. I, I I should have had a better expectation of the esteemed panel mm. than expect you to take the low hanging fruit, which was sorcerers and warlocks. So suck it, giant nerds out there. <laughs> <laughs> wizards ain't real. Our wizards are all of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's there's a first. See? Come on. Wow. Put them all in a room and let them fight it out. <laughs> wow. That, that went well. <laughs> so it's only three little letters, but TFC, are they contenders or pretenders after this result? What, if anything, does the beatdown they took on Saturday say about uh, TFC and their place in Major League Soccer right now? Are they actually, as some people have said, uh, quite a few people said after the, the match, two years away from being as good as Sporting or Real or any of the other really strong, consistent teams in this league? Well, it all depends on whether or not the TFC does their usual dismantling. Mm-hmm. If they don't... Let's, let's for, for hypothetically, let's say they, they stick to the path. That we're we're going to assume competence? Let's assume. Ooh, I know we're... It's cr- exciting. <laughs> let's be crazy. Yeah. But it's on the edge. Let's, let's assume Bezbachenko doesn't get a better deal elsewhere. <laughs> and, and, and he gets... And yes, and things continue along the same... If if the core, and that's, that's the majority of the, the first choice starting 11, if they keep the core together mm-hmm. and continue to actually build some team chemistry, which is unheard of, but wouldn't that be fun? I think there's potential for that. Uh, that's how RSL and KC have done all they do over the years, is that they keep the same guys together. They get to play together. They have quality guys. They're not all superstars, but they're pretty decent. We've got... If you look at the team, if they're all healthy, there's really good players on TFC. We've never had a lineup like this before. They have the potential to be much better. Right now, no. They're the top of the mushy middle. Uh, They're not good enough yet. But, yeah, two years down the road, sure, why not? Mm -hmm. I... I, Sorry, go ahead. Yours. Someone do something. Cat. Um, I would say they're you know, definitely still pretenders at this time. The whole two years thing maybe sounds about right. I mean, as far as this year goes, though, you know, are we at that level? No, not consistently. But I mean, if you look, we beat Seattle. That was a good result. 
and you know, we took it to Kansas City. We were unlucky to lose to them the first time round. And you know, we got time, we got hammered in Salt Lake and we got hammered in Kansas. But um, you know, playoffs and just a one-off thing. Anything could happen. As far as consistently, are we going to be competing to win the league? No, not yet. Yeah, I, I think as far as right now, I think this is about where I would expect, if not a little bit higher than I would expect. Being being in third in the East is, I'll take it. I'll happily take it. Yeah. You know, do you remember what we used to watch? Mm-hmm. So that's great. Two years, two years is reasonable. Uh, and you know, to basically bring up points that have already been addressed, you know, chemistry, which has never really been there, is coming along. I mean, from the first. You take the first five games and the last five games, the last one notwithstanding, the chemistry has actually improved. You know, consistency is still lacking, but I mean that's that will come with better personnel, deeper bench, etc., etc. Um, I'm pretty, like I'm, I'm pretty content if we gotta wait two years, let's have it. Yeah, I think we're we're kind of a team definitely in transition still. We have those pieces like Jacksons and Luke Moore's who are kind of the band aids. I think the bridge between now and being an RSL or or <laughs> Kansas yeah. City, you look at their depth. It's and the funny thing. I think those two guys are probably too expensive to have as your depth. I, I don't think Luke Moore is making tons of money, but the guys Kansas City has, they're not that you're big names, but they're consistent. They come off the bench. They do their job. They have a lot of them. I mean, look at Kansas City. Oh, something like twenty four different lineups in their last twenty nine matches or something yeah. along, akin mm-hmm. to that. That's absurd. So to have that ability is, is something. Yeah, it's going to take a while for Vezpachenko and company to build. Um, the only problem with the two years is maybe planning a team that doesn't depend on Jermaine Defoe because in he'll be on the third year of his contract by the time you want to reach a peak and that much. You know, a bit older. Fine, Bradley and Gilberto, no problem if they stick around. Fantastic, but but Defoe will be yeah. on the on the wane wane of his career rather than uh, where he is now when he returns, of course, emotionally. <laughs> emotionally, mm. yeah, An emotional reunion with the pitch. Yeah, it's so emotional, baby. He'll, he'll be he'll be off getting ready for his uh, stud farm, which he's opening for himself. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so Sporting Kansas City's uh, stadium, Sporting Park, is part of their great rebuild that everyone likes to talk about. It is a really handsome stadium. Of course, their supporter section is known as the Cauldron. If BMO Field could uh, rebrand their South End, what would be a good name, Cauldron-esque name for it? Mark? The Bucket. That's it. No explanation. Just it's just a bucket. I mean, <laughs> you want something like fancy? A crab in that bucket? No, or, it's just like, more like an empty bucket. Head. More like a bucket full of empty dreams. Uh, 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 <laughs> I was gonna go chicken wings, but yes, <laughs> dreams is good too. I like the bucket. It's ambiguous. You could go any way you want with that. I wish we had a really kind of old timey tin roof yeah. stadium because the bucket would be perfect. Yeah. I'm in the bucket end. Oh yeah. I had the abyss. Mm. Nice. Which okay. also could go either way, but I, of course, took the completely pessimistic route, which was where the hopes and dreams of hundreds of TFC fans go to die each season. Oh, not because some kind of thing comes out of the lake? No. Like no. James Shh. Cameron movie. Giving it away. No. Spoiler alert. Come on. Um, I'll go with uh, something kind of sponsor-themed. We'll go with the, the bank vault. 
I, I didn't really know what to do with this one. This side of the table thinks the same. I went with Ooh. the ATM. Ah, yes. Okay, then. <laughs> Hooray. By the way, if mm. any of those come true, don't ever bitch about mm. commercialism in the sport. <laughs> That's yeah. true. We call this an the caustic end. Yeah. <laughs> it would be uh, particularly I terrible. I have, my, I have my season tickets in the caustic end. Mm. <laughs> the views are right. The opinions are fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Now it's time, speaking of sponsors, for our weekly encapsulation of the match, brought to you by your favorite English faux pub, the Caldwell Arms. It's the Caldwell Arms match in six. Teen words. Refs call dodgy penalties, sets them down too. Gilberto was magical, and Sporting turned the screws. Again with Je- the rhyming. Jealous of my poetry. Aren't no, you, you know what? Honestly, I'm... honestly, when I wrote this, I'm counting it out. It's like, and then they turned the screws, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that rhymes." I actually have it written down. Check to see if stealing Kristen's poetry. <laughs> Sorry. Nice. That's okay because not the liberal. My, mine does too. So just hold on. Okay, good. Um, better than mine. Dropping lyrics Christmas. like Galileo dropped on orange. What? Oh. <laughs> uh, Gil scored again. DK shot his shoe. They lost on my birthday. Boo. Yeah? Really? My fingers are short. Mm. Uh, I eschew this whole rhyming thing. Uh, I'm going with the Jackson at right back. Awesome. Bad decisions at both ends of the pitch sink the Reds. Breaking news. Caldwell Arms game in 16 penalty. Kristen Knowles, how many words did you use on that? Not enough. Not enough. Not enough. Oh. I'm on vacation. Like Shakira, my fingers don't lie. Ooh. Here's mine. <laughs> Nobody can say more about Toronto's performance than verbose commentator Igor Juliao, who once noted, Juliao. Mm-hmm. And that's one word. <laughs> Barf noise. One elongated uh-huh. word. That's yeah. fine. Very nice. Juliao. Now it's a part of the show where we pretend to pay attention to the rest of the league. Well, one of us does. <laughs> Over to MLS Wins and Losses with Duncan D. Fletcher. Duncan? Thank you, Kristen. Uh, we will start this week with the winners. Uh, sadly, that includes Montreal. Yay! Put an end to their seven-game losing streak with a tallest midget win over hapless Chicago. <laughs> Ignacio Piatti played his first game, getting 54 minutes in and Probably mildly impressing the Miami and New York brain trusts. <laughs> and uh, old man Marco DeVaio got the only goal. Uh, so that losing streak is now over. Uh, moving on from that unpleasant to snow, the biggest winners this week were uh, Mark Hinckley's Dallas. Screw you, crushed the earthquakes <laughs> 5-0 in San Jose. I sit in the um, Hinckley end at uh, Pizza <laughs> Toyota <laughs> Stadium. Now I want the Bay uh-huh. Vault to be a <laughs> Uh, Canadian Tesho Akindale 
uh, scored oh, yeah. a hat trick. Uh, I picked it myself, by the way. <laughs> see, I'm going to jump on yeah. the bandwagon now. There's something good to say about it. Sure. The Tech Ash and Daily Show is fantastic oh, commentary on yes. this league. Oh, yeah. So yeah. biting. Yeah. Um, anyway, Dallas are now unbeaten in nine. Uh, they're three points behind Real Salt Lake in the West. And boom, they play each other this Friday, which should be good. Uh, as for San Jose, that was the biggest defeat in franchise history. Both well, original earthquake and new earthquake. Does that also include the Houston version? Mm, well, it, when it was in San Jose. Yeah. But okay. Yeah. So. Well, because technically there's three, even though you talk to them and they think it's been around forever. Mm, Clash included. Oh no, Clash with San Jose. Never mind. Yes. Yeah. Clash included. Uh, I think it's just earthquakes. I think. Yeah, but, mm, I could be wrong. Okay. Um, but anyway, I saw that stat and. Decided to repeat sure. it without uh, in any way verifying it. Wasn't questioning you, just wanted to throw that in. Excellent. Asterisk. <laughs> anyway, here's uh, San Jose goalie John Bush talking about the game. They kicked our ass from minute one to minute 90. And he also said, it's embarrassing. I'm embarrassed. Every one of us should be embarrassed. If I was a fan, I'd be pissed off with that performance from every single one of us tonight. We've been on a roll and that was a kick in the nuts. It can happen again. It's embarrassing. Did he actually say kick in the nuts? He did. That's well, fantastic. Again, I see that somebody has transcribed his quote as saying that, and I'm reading it out without Leafly. verification. Oh, yeah, but, I would. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd, I need I'd, to do I'd five shots. He said embarrassing. Yeah, so. <laughs> I know. That's the thing. Like, is he embarrassed? I, I can't tell. What is so, he trying to tell us? Though? Yes. Read between I'm not lines. sure what the underlying message of that mm-hmm. was. I think he's frustrated. Like Shakira, mm-hmm. Bush don't lie. Hey. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> moving on, uh, I mentioned just a little bit back there, Dallas versus Salt Lake in a top-of-the-table clash, and that'll be the second in a row for RSL, who beat Seattle 2-1 in last week's biggest game. Zhao Plata got one of the goals with a header. With a header. One, with a head? one of his 11 this season, ladder? if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Or his second, like two consecutive weeks. 11 altogether. Or, or uh, goals-wise, yeah, he's, he's doing very well. Aye. Or a slingshot. Mm. Maybe he basically climbed up on somebody else's shoulders. Oh, okay, yeah. Because yeah. he yeah. rules and yeah, stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, Chad Barrett also scored. Hey! Hey! Not, nothing else really to say about that, but it's something I'm going to note. Really? Of course. Nothing else? You have to. Mandatory. Mm. Um, anyway, mentioning top of the table clashes this week, there's another of them over in the East. Uh, Kansas will be taking on DC, who got things back on track and scored four goals this week, which sounds familiar for some reason. Uh, right. DC beat Colorado 4-2. Maybe the biggest thing for their season is that they have Fabian Espindola back uh-huh. up front now. Uh, he scored one, almost got another with what would have been uh, a fantastic goal, using speed and strength to hold off two defenders and skill to chip the goalie, only for it to hit the bar. Uh, they're now two points back of Kansas, and uh, as I said, they play each other this Saturday. Um, lastly, the, the other notable game was in Columbus, and the main talking point was the pre-game Landon Donovan Levin. Uh, after his retirement announcement, crew coach Greg Berhalto was all about honouring his former teammate at LA, embracing Donovan's history at Crew Stadium, mainly for the US. Uh, they gave him a framed photo and a piece of the net from what turned out to be his last international goal, the uh, latest Dos Acero game over Mexico from 2013. Uh, a lot was made of the shared history of Crew Stadium and Donovan and their respective places in the progress soccer has made in the US over the last decade or so, and rightly so. Um, to me, it brings up an interesting comparison. Both important. You know, 
uh, undeniably important to MLS and US soccer, both eclipsed by bigger and better things from overseas, is London Donovan the crew stadium of footballers. Wow! <laughs> oh my goodness! That's... Oh, that's... Mm. Huh. Is <laughs> Donovan... The crew stadium. His world is a playground? Um, oh, footballers. I'd on have, fire? I'd have to check how erotic the water fountains are there <laughs> yeah, first. That's yeah, that's true. Well, they do have a playground, so show. I'm sure it has a water fountain. Uh, Need water to put out the fire, right? It's so. a good point, mm. yes. yes. Um, anyway, Lander Cakes wow. seemed genuinely touched by it all, though. Uh, he was probably less appreciative of the TIFO the, the Nordeka unfurled later on, celebrating Jürgen Klinsmann and new heroes. <laughs> 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 uh, well done, Columbus, yes. for once. <laughs> uh, that and the game itself as uh, the crew thumped LA 4-1 after all of that. Oh, um, anyway, you. yes. Anyway, that's your uh, MLS wins and losses for the week. Back to you, Kristen. Thanks, dude. And for those listening who would rather have MLS wins and losses in their eyes, not their ears... They will have already been on Waking the Red as of Tuesday morning. Who Fantastic. needs to read? We can have it read to you. Mm. Everybody, it's Bitchy Blanks! My car! It's full of stars. Thanks, Dave. As you can tell by the great song, it's Bitchy Blanks time, our blankety blank game where we invite you to fill in the blanks. Last week's Bitchy Blank was. TFC already had the Trillium Cup, but sweeping the season series entitled them to also take blank from Columbus. We'll start with our panel first, see what our genius minds came up with before unleashing our fans. Panel? (laughs) I will go with the, they also get to take that infamous church which they'll tear down and use to build all of the toilets in the new BMO field. Nice. nice. That's good. And that's recycling. It's like there a Banksy. <laughs> TFC fans will just in perpetuity... In perpetuity? Perpetuity. That's your Pespeturians. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, those guys are all about the urine. Yes. I had... TFC gets to choose the logo construction worker of choice to be their butler for a year. Ah, nice. Which one did they go with, you know? Lefty. Ah, of nice. course. Old Lefty. Mm, he's, he's been known to be he's, he's, uh, strong. Yes. He's, he's burly, but with a feminine touch. Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> gentle. Oh, I uh, went that uh, they got to take all of the Buckeyes that they could fit into the team bus. Yeah. I had to look up what a Buckeye was. They're delicious. And it is... It's a nut to move your butt. Well, hmm? I'm confused. It's some it, kind of nut, isn't it? It's like kind of like an acorn. Yeah. It, it, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's a welfare also, Brazil nut. It's, well, also, it's also, also a confectionery where Ooh. they take yes. peanut butter and they dip it yeah. into chocolate. Now you're talking. Yeah. Mm. It's actually pretty good. Mm. Book. Mm. Um, I'm going to go with uh, TFC. Uh, 
winning this, sweeping the season series and telling them to take all of the Papa Johns known to man. So, Etobicoke, look out. They're all going to Etobicoke? You're getting some pizza. Well, they're going to... Martin Grove. They're going to... One big Papa John's. Basically, it's going to start from Downsview, and it's just going to dot away all the way to BMO. Nice. Like a a Dominic Oduro, Hansel, and Gretel. Pretty much. Nice. He'll just live at a different one every every, every week? Well, that... Well, actually, I figure it's more appropriate for Dominic Oduro. They'll come at you fast, but they won't always be spot on. Nice. Yeah. After my concise introduction to our entrance, let's go to the real main event at last week's winner of Bitchy Blanks. And for that, I throw to Bitchy Blanks winner, receiver, and chooser, Kristen. That's a catchy title. No pressure. Thanks, Kristen. Her business card is huge. Oh my gosh. It's two business cards. The font is fantastic. Comic Zones. Perpetua, thank you very much. Perpetually comic sounds. <laughs> you mean Presbyterian? No, oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were doing that again. All right. Last week's winner is from longtime listener. Well, he listens up to this part anyway. Uh, <laughs> Simon at Hitcherado on the Twitters. Burn, Simon. With uh, the team got to take home 14,000 empty seats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That were very useful. Yeah. Absolutely. That, in the that, reconstruction. That upper deck for the uh, east side. Recycling. Yeah, paint. We just have to kind of paint them. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. One bucket of red paint. Yeah. We're in. Yes. We can get Stefan Fry back in the off season to spray paint them. Oh, good idea. Could we get DC on loan? Yeah. 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 That'd be that is inhumane. <laughs> that is slave labor. Hashtag slave labor. Hashtag inhumane. Hashtag did did you see the nice picture that he painted though for the impact? It was like some kind of tiger. So bad. Was it was Marco Devaya riding it? No, <laughs> no. Shirtless. <laughs> it was really bad. Was Piatti yes. running towards a sign that said New York, one hundred miles, <laughs> Miami, five hundred like miles? Some sort of inspirational. Yeah. Go team! Let's get. Mm. Let's get Tiger. Come on, boys. Oh yeah, common boys. Common boys. It was tweet instead of come on boys. Common boys. 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 It was like the best thing ever. That's a scarf. Hashtag common boys. That's a scarf. Hash. uh, uh, To be fair, common boys very inhumane. Mm -hmm. Honestly, Duran Duran said so. Freudian slip of what he truly thinks of his teammates. Yes, it's gonna be the reverse. A very good nickname for the impact. Here we go. Game hunger. What the fuck is common boys? Isn't it horrible? Just happened there. This guy's a professional footballing artist? <laughs> Maybe his real painting ability were still in one of his trunks. I think both of those okay. descriptions are it's loose. It's loading very, very slowly. Wow. But... Yeah. Hey. <clears throat> I think the tiger's inbred. <laughs> 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 and once oh. this eventually properly loads... Why is he... Oh, there we go. Again. It's wearing a suit and tie and carrying... A, a burst football. Uh, well, so that's bad. just going to ruin their yes. gameplay. You're not going to be able to play a good game with a burst football. I, that's going to ruin it for everyone. Yeah. That, that, that is mm. inhumane. Wow. And then, yes. Game hunger. Come on, boys. Three points. Enough of this losing streak. To be fair, it got the job done. I wish there was a cover next to him, because then we could retweet it as the lion, the bitch, in the wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> As always, we want your best bitchy blanks for next week. And next week's is B Right DK returned to the lineup by shooting his shoe into the sporting Kansas City goal. Jermaine Defoe will return to the lineup by shooting blank into the goal. Send in your entrance. 
And you too can receive the patented VMP prize pack of knowing smirks and arrogant head nods. Mm-hmm. Entries can be sent to the comments section of Waking the Red or the Vocal Minority Podcast website, which is at vocalminoritypodcast at blogspot.ca, or to the show Twitter at vocalminoritypod, no A in the vocal, or to any of our Twitters here with the hashtag bitchyblanks. Good luck! Hey, soccer is back! Said people who have no idea what they're talking about and have loved the sport since 2005. Those people also use the acronym BPL a lot and have Thierry Henry kids. Alas, the English Premiership is the world's most watched league and with it comes the world of fantasy football. After the YPL, the Yorkies Premier League, was shut down by the United Nations last year, a new league has sprung up, formed by this very podcast to take its place. The head-to-head Vocal Minority Liga is up and running with clubs such as Gamboa Sandwiches, Yorkies Grandpa's 1812, Barusha Teeth, and Special Olympiacos. It's a great name. That league, sadly, is now full, and we will be mocking each other and other entrants throughout the season. But if you missed your chance to join, there are places left in the second-tier VMP Liga 2, where you can aim for promotion to the top division or at least score some patronizing head nods. Mm-hmm. Just go to <laughs> fantasy.premierleague.com and enter code 419194-374241 to join. And I will repeat that number once again, Ooh. so you don't have to press rewind and screw up your buffering. 419194 dash 374241 we welcome you to play the long and winding road trip is about to come to an end and it's time to look ahead to Chicago Fire the mighty Chicago Fire's visit to BMO Field now, our manager may not have any badges, but here's a man with his badge and away team scouting. He's always prepared. It's Scoutmaster Duncan's scouting reports. That's fantastic. Wow. Nice. That's the best entrance we got going right now. Scoutmaster. Not creepy at all, Scoutmaster <laughs> not Duncan. Not at all, no. Nope. The Scoutmaster! Kids, gather around. <laughs> Sit in a circle. He really likes the Greeks. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> we've gone Chicago. Um, <laughs> yeah. They're not very good right now. Uh, winners Yay. have just won in their last six league games. They had a particularly rough week, uh, getting hammered 6-0 by Seattle in the U.S. Open Cup semifinal, uh, seemingly giving up, thoroughly dispiriting their fans and getting the worst defeat in team history. Uh, it got worse. They then headed to Montreal to take on former manager Frank Klopas and the impact, the Klopasico. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did you write that? That's, that's written down here. Oh, that's yeah. fantastic. That's fantastic. You're man I, of the I, did, I didn't come up with it, but I wrote it down. Oh. Oh. I was in my class. Fair enough. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> class. Uh, they lost the Clopasico 1-0. That leaves them with 25 points from 23 games. Ninth in the East, but only three points off a playoff spot. Seven points behind TMC. Well, yes. Uh, that includes 13 points gained from ties. Uh, heading towards the all-time league record. It's been two games since they last actually tied a game, so we're probably due for one here. Um, that's, <laughs> Set your watch to it. Yes, that defeating Montreal was their ninth straight game, scoring one goal or less, as uh, up front is definitely where the problems are. Quincy America's hot start to the season, unsurprisingly, didn't last. He's got six goals, so he hasn't scored in over a month. Harrison Ship 
was good for a while, but he hasn't scored since July the 2nd, the last time they played against TFC. Uh, Mike McGee is now their top scorer in seven, but that's mainly about penalties, and he's certainly not looking good either. Um, but not to worry, there is uh, an answer to these scoring woes, and that is Robert Earnshaw. Wow. The yes. Robert Earnshaw? Uh, Zambian uh, Prince himself? Blackpool's <laughs> Robert Earnshaw? Indeed. Uh, he was signed last week, and uh, he's very likely to make his debut against TFC, which is... Patrick. Surely yeah. got to give everyone a sense of impending doom. <laughs> so ugly. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so, so ugly. Uh, they're also hoping to eventually end up with Jermaine Jones, but that just keeps dragging on and on, so probably best not to worry too much about that one. Um, they're definitely more solid at the back, currently, at least. That's something. They've only let in two goals in the last four games. Uh, though, of course, that 6-0 US Open Cup thing does kind of mess up that perception of solidity. Um, formation lineup wise, if Earnshaw goes right into the team, then he'll probably be up front with Mike McGee. Uh, going by the game in Montreal, Jeff Laurentovich will be back in midfielder after a few games as a centre back, and probably joined there by new Romanian international signing Rajvan Kochas. I have no idea if I'm pronouncing that well, right, but absolutely, yeah, no, that's it. Rajvan Kochas. That too. Mm. Well, that's that's South Romania. I hurt one. Yeah. I hurt mine when I fell on my back. Oh, dear. Last couple of games now, Alex and Harry Ship have been the wide midfielders, which will probably continue, though uh, they do also have Sana Nayasi available after recently picking up from Montreal in exchange for Dili Duca. Uh, their recent record suggests we should expect a tie. Probably a very low-scoring one, though. That flies in the face of history at BMO Field, which is... Seen some very memorable games between these two. 3-1 to TFC, 3-0 to Chicago back in 2007. 3-2 to TFC in 2008. 4-1 in 2010. 2-2 two -two in 2011. 3-2 win for Chicago in 2012. Uh, there's always potential for a lot of goal and sometimes good times when the, uh, the fire are here. And uh, anyway, that'll be your scouting report for the week. Back to you, Kristen. Thanks, dude. It's a it's a spot on impression, by the way. <laughs> it's like I, there's two of them. Mm, it's, yeah, I, impression from the left, from the right. So, as Duncan has outlined, Chicago Fire are in free fall this year with that one nil crap cake to Montreal being the icing on the cake. Are Chicago Fire presently the new TFC, and if not, how low do they need to go before grabbing that vaunted golden ring? Oh, they are a long ways away. They need a minimum of one Gambian. Two players here for a desperate payday, a goalkeeping crisis injury requiring three keepers to help, and a check signing. And a Guzman. Which one? Don't matter. Just Whee! one. <laughs> that, that's, good, that's good math. Yeah. Mm. That's pretty good math. Yeah. I, you know, I went a little more literal, apparently. Uh, oh. Larky needs work. I here know. we go. Right? Here's the literal report with Kristen Knowles. <laughs> Someone's got to do it. Uh, no, they're just, you know, they're, they're not yet. They're just managing to limp on, they get points, and uh, they've got to start losing games because somehow, because it's the East, they're still, you know, they can still see a playoff position. It's ridiculous. So they've either got to get Montreal or the Rev, smush them together, lose a couple games, and then they approach TFCS levels. We had a, a similar kind of answer. I'm going, uh, no, they're not the new TFC. What do they have to do? Uh, they have to... Uh, be, become worse than Montreal and that's a mm. tough ask mm. Montreal uh, is the new TFC. the new TFC well I think I think Chicago 
needs aspires? to look. Aspires? They have. They can but aspire. They've got TFC-ish tendencies yes. for oh, sure. Yeah. They have to just keep going. Mm. It's only been two seasons of mm-hmm. crab cake. One more with Yallop, then Poach Precky from Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Nice. And fire him. Braun in his hair. Fire him. Hire Lothar Mateus. Give him a million dollars to fix the club. <laughs> Bringing Edgar Davids. Oh yes. Who will instill total football? Then we can talk. Mm. I like where you went with that. Uh, Parallels. Awesome. Then That's they need good. to fire that guy and fire the next guy and fire the next guy, and by then Paul Mariner will okay. actually take over from Edgar Davids. Sure. <laughs> or Steve Nichol, which would be even funnier. <laughs> <laughs> We have mentioned Robert Earnshaw and his somersaulting glory will be returning to Major League Soccer, this time with Chicago Fire. Of course, he only scores goals in March and October, but if you could give Chicago any other past or present TFCer, who would you choose and why? Kristen? I'm going to go with uh, Danny Kuverins for a few reasons. Why? One shot, the serious one, which is Chicago needs goals badly. Like, mm. they can't mm. score to save their freaking lives. Koof, could you only put the ball in the net? Two, uh, he's got a bit of a fiery temper, so sort of go along. He could be like a good mascot. Mm. Uh, but really, it's so rare that uh, a Roman sausage empire does not fall to pieces, because can you imagine Koof with all of that around him? I think they'd be uh, in the black. Mm. The, the, the deep dish pizza, he'd just be... Oh, was a pancake right in there. Well, yeah, but when you're, when you're like in a Chicago... It, oh, never mind, sorry. Pancakeitarians are the Dutch branch of, of this <laughs> uh, Sausage and pancakes? Come on, man. I know. I like that's syrup? Like, that that's like good. magical. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say Quincy Amir... Oh, never mind. Uh, I'm going to go with... Uh, you know what? How about Terry Dunfield? Why not? <laughs> He's industrious. In lack of tassels in Columbia, very, very, very or Chicago. Color. That's Looks kind of Polish. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he does. <laughs> Uh, I'm also going to go with uh, Danny Kuvermans because uh, there's just so many opportunities for sad post-game interviews are just being wasted right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you would fit in there great. I went with a present TFCer because fire are quite bad right now. I went with Chris Kanopka, whose favorite phrase is, of course, fire bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So for years in these parts, Frank Yallop was slash is lusted after by a certain amount of TFC fans as the ideal Reds managerial candidate. His Chicago tenure has not gone terrific, rocky to say the least. So if you could choose right now between having Frank Yallop as TFC manager or stick with Ryan Nelson, which way do you go? I know which way you're going. (laughs) So go, get it out of the way. All right, I'm sticking with Nelson. Of course you are. Well, but if Yalop can't... Because he's the man who brought Bradley Orr here. Exactly. Come on. No, if, 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 if Yalop can't wrangle something better out of a decent team in Chicago with his background, and Nelson, yes, while having... Because he's, he's English. He's badges. He has badges. Mm. <laughs> he's Canadian. We don't he's thinking badges. English-born. Mm. Well, okay. Yeah, we don't need No. No, I just, I, I don't see, I don't see why we would change. I see no reason to, so sticking with Nelson. <laughs> so there. Hashtag Ipswich legend. True. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm torn between the guy who's won something versus the guy whose badges haven't been mailed out to him. Um, it's tough. <laughs> it's tough because I want Nelson to succeed or fail. And right now the meter is just kind of on the success side. Yeah, they could be doing better and perhaps they should be, but I guess I'd have to go with Yelp. Uh, partially for some of his, uh, 
partially for his resume, but mostly to see what he could do with the struggling underachievers. Kickstart Morgan and Becker into reliable off-the-bench players, maybe turn Osario and Henry into elevating their games to the level we kind of expect them to be at right now. Um, this shouldn't, But this should not be taken as an endorsement for the end of Nelson. Are you saying Nelson and his New Zealand ways are not nurturing Canadian talent like former national manager Frank Yallop would? I was hoping you were going to keep going with the end mm. uh, alliteration there, but no. Uh, I like no. reading between the lines. That's okay, that's fine. <laughs> um, what have I got here? Yeah, I'd, I'd stick with Nelson, really. I think mainly just for continuity more than anything. I think, you know, if you go back to... Well, in a hypothetical world. Sure, I go back to 2013, when, when when did he come here? Sure. Start of that season then. Yeah, let's, let's go with Yallop rather using than Nelson. A, but are you using a Hebe calendar? He's, uh, sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's been here a year and a half already, may as well let him keep going, you know. At, at some point his, uh, his contact list is going to run out, and then it might be time to say bye-bye Ryan, but <laughs> you know, for now he's still useful. As long as, as long as there's ex-Blackburn and QPR players somewhere in the football world, He's good. <laughs> it's it's a closer call than it probably would have been when Nelson was here first. True. But I'd still take Yallop. He's yeah. fallen into a pit of mediocre ownership management in Chicago, and it doesn't look good on him, but I still think his chops are a bit more impressive than Nelson's in general. That being said, that gap is closing all the time, and uh, the Chicago tenure has done little for his image. I fear... I like the guy, so I fear for where his career is going to go after the inevitable firing at Chicago. Because he's kind of... That's a bit of a bounceability in, around the MLS. Say, yeah, like, if you, yeah. If, you, if you... Just if you go from... You know, if you go there and, like, immediately fall, I don't know. Yeah, I think he made a is poor he, choice. Uh, is he an MLS 1.0 guy? And just kind of... Yeah, it, it seems be like... It. it seemed like he could be that, but... But he was doing well... Fairly recently, he had a San Jose. Good, I think he had like two good seasons out of yeah. five in San Jose. Yeah, which is so, obviously I think I think Chicago was TFC a poor got. I think Chicago was a poor choice for him. They were obviously a club in flux when he took over. That's probably not his best choice. He should, maybe could have sat out and waited for maybe a more stable situation. But hey, MLS. How many of those Wasn't are there? Like Vancouver potentially. Yeah, yeah that's true. That, that, that would have been It was that better. week. Then they both had managerial openings. It was when. Uh, and everyone's like, oh, he's going back to Vancouver. He's BC, lives in BC, I think. Yeah. Um, and he, this is it. This is the big obvious signing. And then, yeah, poof. He, I think they, there was word that Vancouver was kind of dragging their feet on his on his appointment. Mm-hmm. And he said, nah. Yeah, I'm not sticking around for this. So I, love suddenly, Bra- I love Bratwurst, he said. And suddenly, Carl Robinson. That's a fact. Like, like Nelson in the fetal position, <laughs> Frank Yellow said, I love Bratwurst. In the tunnel, also in the field position. Try to prove us wrong. Yeah. So, speaking of our Kiwi friend, Ryan Nelson, we're revisiting a, a little uh, argument we had early in the season where myself and others around this table <laughs> predicted that Nelly would be out of a job. I said by July. There was one holdout, of course. Kristen, you, w- you won a bet over this? I did win a bet over this. It was a fantastic bet. Um... But, Kamal, are you enjoying that picture of you in that kit? It's fabulous. But now looking at Nelson, he's obviously still willfully employed by TFC. Has he improved or is he just surviving because they've played just good enough? Okay, so as much as I like Nelson, and I know everyone thinks that I love him and think he's the greatest coach ever. You do. Uh, don't he, think this. I've read your book. Always you. says that. Jesus. I know. Shh. Your Facebook status is always about him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Damn, I forgot we were Facebook friends. Emojis right. of hearts and kiwis. 
Yeah. And unicorns. Just because. Native to New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Well, they are. That's where they go to retire. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, as much as I like Nelson, and I, I think he could be... I think he could be a good coach. Like, I, I honestly do. I, I see I see coaching potential in him. Um, I do find his personal lack of progression a bit disturbing as the season goes on. It's, it's, it's so switches on and off for me in terms of there'll be a game I think he manages really well, and I'm like, oh, okay. I see a little bit of wheels turning, maybe not as quickly as I would like, but he's doing some okay things with the players he's got. And then he'll do something stupid with a lineup or with subs again. I'm like, okay, so did someone else just pull his strings that game? Um, However, there is no doubt that he is a large part of the reason for the team's current success and the current makeup um, due to players being signed because of a personal relationship or because of his reputation as a player and as a person that they are aware of or have played with. Um, So I feel like he's a good draw slash judge of talent. Maybe he's a scout that has been elevated to this illustrious position. I'm not sure. But honestly... (laughs) Illustrious. I'm trying to be nice to our club. Mm. Um, Honestly, I would still be okay with him being back next year. Not ecstatic or anything. I wouldn't be like, yes, Nelson is back. But... He has not run this team into the ground. They are third in the East. They are going to make the playoffs. She says, knowing there's 13 games still to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, this team is slowly rounding into a good, solid team. So unless they have some magical coach that falls in their lap in the offseason, I think Nelly's not just here until the end of the season now. I think he starts next season. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's definitely improved. Um, he's understanding the talents and the skill set of what he has and how to use them defensively. His, his understanding of how to diversify the offense is slowly coming along, not as fast as we kind of need to see, but I'm still a fan of how, how the team now rarely does the TFC tradition of the 88-minute bed Sanchez that we've grown to accept as, as law. So um, he's done a good job of... Of turning the mentality around, I still give him credit for the for last season, trying to make the best possible lemonade out of the worst possible lemons. It shows that he at least had some chops. So it's continuing now that he has some talent, and now that talent just needs to kind of get together. And yeah, I think I'm with Kristen. He'll be around starting uh, starting in, in March. Yeah, I I tend to believe that too. I I think only because it would. Just the optics of changing a manager, especially if they make the playoffs for the first time, and by then he he would likely be the winningest manager in club history. It, it would be unlikely for them to change. That being said, um, I mean his tactical prowess for me seems to still be where it was last season, despite a fairly improved squad. I don't think he's necessarily getting the best out of them, although with injuries and stuff, it's not always his choice. His substitutions can be naive at times. Mm-hmm. Um, I will give him one big kudo, I think, though. And this is the first... His, his For his tenure at TFC is the first time, probably in club history, that there hasn't been any fires in the locker room that are public. Um, I mean, you know, there's always going to be conflicts between a bunch of guys traveling and living together. But... Um, Considering Dero, especially when he signed, oh, if Dero doesn't, everyone's if Dero doesn't play, there's, yeah, it's gonna explode. Dero's barely played, haven't heard a peep. Not a blip. I think it's probably, I think 
we've all probably figured out there's a agreement that D-Rope sees out the year. Obviously, he's not. Yeah, I think he'll retire. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he nurtured Gill slowly into the lineup, which, you know, there probably was pressure to pound him into the lineup right away, and it's it's working out slowly. So the players seem to like to play for him, and that's there's something to that. That doesn't last forever, albeit. No. So, you know, there's going to be, yeah, there's going to be a point where I don't think he can take this club too much further, but uh, he's been a a good enough steward. It's just once the club wants to be better than good enough, mm-hmm. it's probably going to be one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds about right. And I'd say, you know, he's more surviving than really improving. I'm not mm-hmm. saying, oh, yeah, he's looking really good now. But, um, you know, we're, you know, it's not terrible and we do seem to be getting better a bit. I mean, I think after the World Cup break, you know, the team seems to be trying to play a little more of a advanced kind of intelligent game rather than just sit back and counter-attack. So it would have been nice to you know go through that in pre-season and the early season rather than start that whole learning process halfway through. But, um, you know, better late than never, I guess. So, um, yeah, I'm not convinced by him by any means. I think he's more surviving than, yeah, he's really good now. But, yeah, it's all right. Is he getting badges? It's a good point. No, that is a Doesn't good question. actually have any badges yet. But there's never any talk about it. No one no. ever says. And whether like you want to know is like is he doing it like on on the QT? On, on the DL. Yeah, like totally on the DL. Um, oh yeah, I'm getting those badges. Um, but <laughs> door badges. <laughs> but no, I do wonder that is because yeah. you can't. Like I even I admit like I do expect at some point in time, he will pretend to be learning something. Like they will say. We know. We know we took, like, this guy who was, you know, playing the week before, and we turned him into our coach, and yes, they all say... Playing oh, about three weeks after. Never mind playing the week before. That's true. Um, you know, he always was a natural coach, and when he was playing, and blah, 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 and he was always asking, sure, that's great. It's good that he's inquisitive. <laughs> that, mm-hmm. you know, people that's were so interested in, in what he had to say, but... It's hard to survive in any professional league of any kind, but especially in football, without something that backs you up and says, hey, look at me, Mm -hmm. shiny and qualified. Mm -hmm. So playing the game, I think, I think is a a point in his favor. Not Um, always. Some works for some. Some does, it doesn't. I I think it does for him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And as far as kind of what you were saying there, when he was hired, everyone was saying, you know, obviously he's got no history or badges or whatever, but yeah, everyone's talking about his character and what a leader yeah. he is and that sort of thing. The whole thing just reminds me of the, the name that just popped into my head. It was just Roy Keane. How's his managing career worked out so far? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Aston Villa assistant coach, you say? Ooh. Yeah, at least that's at least that's more correct to the path he should have taken when he got out instead of being thrown to uh, was it Sunderland? Sunderland head yeah. coach right away, and oh yeah, yeah Roy Keane, he's going to be great. You know, this yeah, his yeah. character, the respect the players will have for him. Blah blah for, blah blah blah. For and the amount yeah. of money that it, that goes into that league, that was a crazy risk to take. Mm-hmm. Similar kind of guy too, in a way, yeah. except with anger management. Exactly. <laughs> yes. uh, he, yeah, I mean, as everyone talks about you know, yeah. his character, yeah. he's yeah. a leader, this and that, and yeah, not Roy, Roy Keane has the craziness. Even on the field, yeah, yeah. yeah, they were the same indeed type type yeah. of, of player. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it works. Sometimes it doesn't work always just because you're a player, obviously. But, uh, yeah, he's... he. he I, I I think in the end, he'll be back next year. I think probably... Unless there's some kind of catastrophe yeah, in yeah. the last two months. 
whether he lasts a full year next year, we'll set up a new bet then. Okay, that's <laughs> fair. We'll get new shirts for everyone. <laughs> Our visitors, Chicago Fire, are a club named after a horrifying disaster caused by an arsonist cow. What would be a better horrifying name, particular to the Chicago region, that this team could have taken instead? The Chicago L Trains. L for loser. Am I right? Oh! You look at that record, it's oh. L, 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 L. It's oh. a L train! Oh, oh, nice. Express uh-huh. train to the bottom of the table. Burn! Fire! Burn! Oh! Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, they took that one. Sorry. Dallas burn. <laughs> Mark Hinckley. For goodness. You told me. I'm going with the Chicago Riot. Because there have been so many. They've had race-related, race politically-related, hell, even beer-related. The unfortunate part is that this name existed three years ago as an indoor soccer league team. <laughs> But that's still an excessive number of riots for any municipality's history. Excellent. Uh, I'm going with the Chicago Wind. And, and, and not because they're the because Windy City. Because you want three teams at Earth as well? <laughs> no, no, not because of the Windy City, but because of the plague of windbreaking due to all the sausage consumption. Ah, I liked the thought I liked having nice. Wind United and... <laughs> well, there's a derby. Earth City. FC Earth, Earth City. <laughs> <laughs> and I went with the very plain FC Chicago. Hmm. The FC, however, is the widely known medical acronym for Frankfurter Cardiosclerosis. <laughs> <laughs> and if, it's one in eight. It's, when, it's that thing when a Frankfurter goes right down your throat and sits on your heart. <laughs> horrible Rocky Horror Good thoughts point. from I'm that I'm desperately now. <laughs> trying to bring a pun together that's, that's sausage and aorta related, but I can't do it. Mm. Heartbreak of... I don't know. Heart first? I don't no. know. I don't know enough good sausage names. Let's leave it at that. Alright. <laughs> and finally, the new, and finally the question all of you who may have listened to our earlier Chicago episode this year will want to know. Deep dish pizza. What the fuck is Duncan's problems with it? It's yeah, quiche. Seriously, for a man that loves the cheesy, saucy goodness that is poutine, mm-hmm. how do you, I just don't understand. Like, how do you not love this? It, quiche I just, has eggs. There's no, I, I feel like this is like an anti-Chicago bias. No, I, I went there, I was like, oh, I'll try this pizza, this new, and it's, yeah, I, no, too much topping, not enough bread, it just got the mix all around. Just you don't feel like right. There's like this much <laughs> You know the outside. <laughs> you northerners and your fancy continental taste buds. Mm, true. Why don't you go have a margarita on a piazza? Yes. He would rather have a dirty banana. Come on. Uh, true. Deep dish not is bread on it. Deep dish is all that is pizza, but more. Flatbread. Yeah. Slap me harder. But in wrong proportions. No. Though. Two times the sauce. Three times the crust. Five times the cheese and the meat. Mm. If pizzas were wrestlers, deep dish would be Randy Savage. Regular, oh, yeah. pe- regular pizza would be Lanny Poffo. And they don't name airports after <laughs> Lanny Poffo. <laughs> True.
Well, that's another thick and cheesy episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. Sweet. Always <laughs> hot and fresh, and remember, 30 minutes, or it's only half done. <laughs> that's our podcast. Order us up next week when we will look back at the Chicago match, a.k.a. Jimmy Brennan's day off, and preview ye olde New England's visit. A goodbye from our Bratverse on staff. On Twitter, at KZ Knowles. You enjoyed Kristen Knowles. Thanks. <laughs> You wiped his sauce off your chin at Ignatalk. This was Mark Hinckley. Green peppers, onion, and pepperoni pizza. He was the white pheasant mm. on your meat lover special. At Duncan D. Fletcher. It's Duncan Fletcher. Hello. Hello? <laughs> what? No. no. <laughs> Goodbye. That's hey. more like it. He doesn't want this to end. And for me, the man who burnt the roof of your mouth. I'm on Twitter at the Yorkies1812. I'm the original Tony Walsh saying, until next week, Toronto. Get used to it! Pito's comment, which was kind of awesome. Ah, yes. The podcast so good it made me cough up a hairball I didn't even know I had. I didn't get that until I actually listened to During that last outtake. Was it the yeah. what, what, what was the last outtake? The kiddies. Yeah. yeah. So that thing's a fucking hit. Kitties sing the songs of the ultras. Oh, fuck yeah. Everyone was talking about it. Who knew? I know. Mm. See? You put four monkeys Jingle in. Cats knew. You That's put four knew. monkeys in a room. Eventually. Watch. Eventually they'll <laughs> come up with the ultras soundtrack in yeah. cat form. Yeah. <laughs> It's only taken us how many episodes? one cat that still wants to continue it at the back <laughs> and no one answers yeah cause it's done count to four mm. drunken prick original famous this yeah famous yeah. joes yeah. yeah I was good at famous joes in Greenwich Village it's the best See, there you go. fresh and basil yeah Carmine Street hmm? what Carmine Tandino Carmen San Diego? <laughs> Where in the world? Is my pizza? Is it deep dish when you get there? No! Because they know what the fuck But you're doing. in New York! You don't expect the deep dish. That doesn't in, mean in, anything. In New York, wrong. you fold your pizza. Doesn't mean anything wrong with, with a deep knife dish. Have you seen how populated dense it is over there? there you There's can't no have a deep, for a deep dish. How can you fold it? You can't it's, fold a deep dish. Exactly. Yes. Al Capone! Jimmy Hoffa. They put Jimmy Hoffa in the pizza? That's where he like, is! Did I not help? They need a deep dish. <laughs> That's concrete deep dish. Uh, uh.
The you beep. don't want to call it the BPL? Fuck you. you I don't call get it to the show beep. it then. Because I'm from the streets. Nice. <clears throat> the beep. The band? I don't remember. There's a band that. called the beep? No, the streets. Oh. The beep. You have no name? Mike Skinner. It's the Kitty Dikio song. <laughs> <laughs> we sing it at the ninth minute for all his lives. Ideal because it had you know, it's like some of us just saying Dickio, someone's mm. going with Danny Dickio yeah. in the middle, you know, it ca oh, catches like true, the yeah. ideal. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good process to find out who uh, real supporting cats yeah. are. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> those yes. fucking Scottish folds that just show up now and again. <laughs> nah, not fans. Before unleashing our, before unleashing our listeners, okay, wondrous entrance. What the fuck did I do to you? I don't know. Seriously, Tony. <laughs> I thought we were friends. I realize what I gotta do now. <laughs> I stopped. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Notice how good I was in the first part that you mm, get to do? Yeah. <laughs> that was brilliant. That is some of the finest journalism we've ever done. <laughs> the final point. They don't name airports after Lenny Papo. Checkmate. Yes. <laughs> Book close. <laughs> Winner, deep dish. Damn <laughs>